Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorization number TP slash 01005. You're listening to Wednesdays with Wombat on SEN Track with Toby McKinnon. Horses that race in New Zealand, he knows. When they have their first start in Australia, he tells us. What oil the trainers use in their cars, who knows. Nightexports at gmail.com. They know. Garrick R. Knight on Twitter. You know what I mean. Garrick, how are you, mate? I'm not too badly, thank you, Valvoline man. Um, I am just enjoying a mild, overcast day here in Auckland. Um, yeah, I was sitting here an hour ago waiting for you to ring, and I got quite salty, actually. I was cursing <laughs> you because I thought, you, I thought you'd stood me up. Um, and then I realised, ah, bugger, it's actually daylight savings this past weekend, and we're an hour behind. So um, here we are. It's now 20 to 3. Very unusual for me. Uh, yeah, I could tell you a, a long-winded story about uh, daylight savings time and uh, how I went for a run one time, got back, uh, went to the toilet, uh, was busting as I raced through the door, didn't lock the door and just stripped off naked, went to the toilet and forgot it was daylight savings times and my girlfriend's parents walked in. Oh. <laughs> Oh, dear. Oh, dear was right. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Uh, so we've all made a daylight savings mistake at some stage in our life. Now, mate, let's get uh, away from daylight savings and let's go to Newcastle and have a swell time, race one, number six, because we've got a bit to get through one way or another, I reckon, today. Okay. Yeah, swell time. Um yeah, interesting there. This she's got a lot of ability. She yeah. uh, got through to she got through to the Group One company here at one point, or should I say, the trainer thought enough of her to put her in a couple of Group One mares races at Addington. I'm going to say the start of last year. Um, she'd been in good form leading up to that. She's from the Deep South, Southland. Steve Borky had her down there, and um, he's not afraid to sort of send them around the country. He sent them up here to Auckland a few times to Ray Green and and Cole Marshall and. Um, I think she went up for a stopover in, in Canterbury spring, maybe spring 2020, and she was going super. Um, the best version of her, I think, would just smash that field on Friday. But she also has languished since then. I don't know whether she got sick, had an injury, um, or other some such, but she certainly went off the boil um, the last 12, 18 months. Mark Callaghan, Callaghan, Callaghan has got her now... It still says the New Zealand breeder owners <laughs> yeah. their owner, but I dare say I got caught out with a Sapulia other leg a few weeks ago. Maybe they just haven't done the paperwork yet. Yeah. Um, she she's she's got gate speed. She she can run the gate. She's um yeah. I would imagine she's quite low rated because even though she's got the, all the ability, 
She's only won four from 39. So she's going to get over there on a luxury. Yeah, 53. Hmm. Well, I tell you what, she's a lot, better, a lot better than a 53 on ability. And just looking there, that other horse in that same race from New Zealand, Silver Lady, as a comparison, well, you know, there's panels apart on New Zealand form. So, yep, uh, the Callahans might have provided she's, you know, the, she's healthy and well and everything else. Um, they might have picked up a nice wee buy there with that one. The breeder might have kept her being a mare, uh, but yeah, either Potentially, way. Yeah. He's not, he, I can tell you from experience, he's not easy to buy off. Um, he, he um, you know, I think he'd rather sell his wife before he sells his horses. And um, yeah, but look, <laughs> uh, just generally speaking, I would just respect to Mr. Callahan, but if a, if a New Zealand trainer's owner is sending a horse to New Zealand, they they usually sort of go for the the Gats, the Stewarts, the McCarthys, those types, I guess. Um, so, hey, it, it might be the case. We'll find out, I suppose, when uh, when the results come up after her first one. Now, the next one we want to talk about is race six, number two at Menangle, uh, Phoebe Onyx. And before you get into this, the Tony and Jill McGrath is a golden ticket race into the Inter-Dominion series. Now, I'm not sure if it's going to be two heats or three heats of the Inter-Dominion Trotter series. If there's only two heats... They're almost you almost need to win one of these races to get in. Uh, once if you've won a Group One race, you're automatically in. So there's about 15 of them. There's then there's six golden ticket races that makes it 21, and then there's going to be about three others that get in, unless they extend it out to 36. Now this makes this race incredibly important because the winner of this race gets in, and Phoebe Onyx comes right. over first up for Kerry Ann and Robert Robert Morris draws the front. And I'm very interested in what you're going to say because it could be an Inter Dominion series uh, and golden ticket in by, you know, 8.30 on Saturday night. Could well be. As you say, it's a well-named um, uh, pathway series, isn't it, these golden tickets? Because they sound like they're going to be sought after. Yeah. Um, look, this horse, this horse's record speaks for itself. He's won 10 races in Canterbury as well, um, at Addington mostly on a Friday night. That's high-quality stuff. Um, what I would say is this. His best asset is how genuine he is, his honesty. He trots the whole way. He's got a little bit of speed, can do a little bit of work, can follow. He's just the ideal horse you'd love to race. You know, if you had a stable like him, you'd be happy. The downside to him is I don't think he has that brilliance to be a legitimate, shall we say, into dominion contender. Yep. He's not a, you know, he's not up with the the top half dozen in each country, I wouldn't think. Um, but you're going to get a run for your money every time. So, yeah, look, that's a nice, as you say, it's a very strong field this week. Uh, regular tyres looking looking sharp and, you know, Seferin Heights come down and there's a few others there. Like Van Sanks come down from Queensland as well. Majestic Simon, Caligula, local runner. So, and Jack Trainer's one's got to be respected too. So, it'll be hotly contested. Um, Kieran and Robbie, as we saw with Porto Prince, um, yeah. they know how to get a, a, a Kiwi, ex-Kiwi horse ready. So, yeah, he, he's going to be in the thick of this. He'll be in the finish, no doubt. Whether he has just that little bit of brilliance to, to see off them all in that run to the line, I, I don't know. That's just my gut. But um, irregardless of what he does this week, He's going to be a great money spinner for his owners. Again, another one that's, that seems to show the old New Zealand owners. This one's a bit more of a curly one. I'm not sure if they've sent him over or not. Maybe yeah. they have, based based on what his rating was here. He was getting, you know, he was 
Um, mind you, he was still competitive. Maybe they sold him. Who knows? I, I, we'll find out. Yeah, one way or another we'll find out. Now, we might touch on the Golden Slipper as well, which will be run past midnight, I reckon, uh, in your time, which is a bit nervous, the Golden Slipper past midnight. But there's a couple of former Kiwis in this. Uh, Wasaka, uh, I'm the Black Flash. There's another one, Fess Up, but it never actually raced in New Zealand. So uh, you might know a lot about it. But uh, the the favourite in the race is Never Ending who is uh, five starts, five wins. And for Kim Prenderson, looks some sort of a two-year-old drawn the pole. But Wasaka is joined the Bond camp, and I'm the Black Flash is in the Gary Hall senior camp. So I would imagine they're pretty nice horses because they don't seem to buy ordinary ones from New Zealand, the Bond camp and the Gary Hall camp. So tell us a bit about it, mate. Well, Never Ending's well-named me because um, if I stay up in summer and watch right to the last race at Gloucester Park, <laughs> I'm usually at 3.30, bed, 3:30 bedtime. So, yeah. um, And I do do it quite a bit, uh, to be honest. Yeah, look, um, Never Ending's got the draw. It's going to be his race to lose. He, he looks a freakish talent. But those two ex-Kiwis, not so much Fess Up. I think Fess Up, the Bonds, they bought him as a yearling. He was educated. He was Brent Mangos and went over unraced. But um, I'm the Black Flash came with a huge price tag and reputation from Nathan Williamson in the Deep South. I know they didn't want to sell him, but the offer was just too good to refuse. And his first up win over there was, was sensational. But as we know, second row draw in any race at Gloucester Park, much less a feature, is always going to be difficult. Mm. Lusaka, again, another one. Bonds, you've got to respect them and everything they do. They've got a great eye and a great checkbook for a good horse. This horse won first up at Addington. It was quite impressive. Um, I rung up to buy it the next day, and it was already sold. So, yep, he's um, he's probably the, the one to follow this week, I guess, the best chance of perhaps threatening never-ending. Um, but both of those two horses, I think, especially the Black Flash long-term, are going to be horses to follow for sure. Is Wasaka on the next Golden Cross by Sweet Lou out of a better's delight, Mayor? Well, I don't, it, it, the amount of betters like Mears that went to Sweet Lou the last three or four years, he's going to leave about a billion winners on that cross, I would think. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it is the it is the next Golden Cross. They've probably preempted it a little bit, but yeah. um, look, Woodlands needed to do something, didn't they? With that, just just hundreds of betters like Mears crying out for an outcross. So, um, good on them. They had the foresight, and yeah, after a, we'll call it a slowish start from two small. First crops, I think the first year he was a bit late arriving. That didn't help. But look, those third and fourth crops are massive. I think like over 200 folds across the two countries. And you know, Spirit of St. Louis and a few others have really helped him um, solidify his name as a stallion now, sweetly. Now, the, Victor- the Victorian Derby heats are on and there's a massive Kiwi flavour in some regard, isn't there? A lot of these have only been here for less than six months and... Well, one he's is rating. Well, there's a few raiders. Ray Green's rating with a couple, but Barry Purden and is it Scott Feelan? Yeah, Scott Feelan are, are rating with Scott Feelan. Yep. Yeah, with Major Perry, race five, number eight, and in the history of Barry Purden bringing horses to Australia, he's never brought an ordinary one. Let's face it. No, and look, in the case of Major Perry. They sent him over at the start of the year to Paul Fitzpatrick, yep. and he won a heat. He won a heat of the New South Wales Derby, and then he ran second in the final 
behind Catch a Wave. So uh, leap to fame. fame. Yep. Um, so that yeah, leap to fame. So that that's that's good form. He's he's had two starts back at Auckland recent in recent weeks for two dominant wins. Um, but he's got the bad draw this week. Won the second line. So what? There's two heats. I'm guessing what is it? Probably be top five from each heat, and maybe the next two fastest or something like that. I guess whatever it is. From the second line draw, Scott will be obviously just looking to make sure he doesn't run into bad luck. Be praying that uh, Maddie Craven can either hold hold the lead or, or the trail. Was he's a son of a gun? And yeah, this week probably not not the time to be getting onto Major Perry, I suppose, because they won't be looking for a gut buster. But he's he's as good as any of those other Kiwi breeds that are in that race, and I include can't find a better man. Um, you know, Haranya, Simply Sam, Mister Beaver, just little sip. They're all really, really good horses, but Major Perry to me, probably Major Perry and Can't Find a Better Man, I would say, are the two that have the most ability of those New Zealand bred runners. Um, it's going to be fascinating this week as well, but especially next week. Geez, what a final it'll look to be. Oh. If, you know, if you if you draw up the best five or six from each of those seats, it, I would argue it's going to be probably one of the better derby fields we've seen in a long, long time. So, um, yeah, very, very exciting. You were you were you you started on this show with trivia through uh, when I used to do the quiz. Can you name? Don't Barry... do it. Don't put me in the spot. <laughs> Can you name Barry Purden's two Victorian Derby winners? Um, uh, Holmes DG. Yes, Ding. He won the New South Wales Derby as well. Yeah, and we will go with. Uh, I don't know. Did he train choke and win it one? Did it win the Victoria Derby? Oh, I actually, I didn't go that far back. No, it didn't win the Victorian Derby. Uh, our Maxim, which isn't that long ago, beat, he trained the Quinella, beat uh, our Sky Major, 2014. Yeah, two very, two very good horses. Sky Major ended up in the States, and he's now a stallion back here in New Zealand. Our Maxim, geez, I think he broke down two or three times. He was wonderfully talented. We never saw the best of him. Bling it on, went around $2.10 favourite in that race. He started $4.50 hour maximum. He certainly can do it. Mate, uh, we've got to get away to a break. Thank you so much for coming on. It was an hour late, uh, according to you, uh, but right on time, according to us. I will sit down later and I will repent my sins for the cruel words I cast on you an hour ago when I thought you'd stood me up. I apologise. That's okay. Thanks, Garrick. Garrick R. Uh, Knight. It's hard with the Gareth and Garrick now. <laughs> it's difficult with Gareth Hall and Garrick Knight. Let's get our final break away for the hour. Still a big second hour to come. Steve Salter uh, and Aaron Brown and Cody Winnell.